Welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we normally discuss one record at a time, but we're doing something a little bit different this week. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm, or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast, all one word, dot com. As we near the end of 2017, for this episode we're going to take a listen to some of the albums we really liked this year, but which didn't quite make it into a For the Record episode. The first one is a record that I listened to a lot, and it was one of my favorites this year, but I couldn't convince you to do a whole episode on it. It's the self-titled album by The Dirty Projectors, and here's a little bit of my favorite song off of it, Up in Hudson. The first time ever I saw your face Laid my eyes on you Was the Bowery ballroom stage You were shredding Marshall too Get to know you. Why don't you pack your clothes? Move to Brooklyn on your own and join the band. Come on the road. We talked for like two minutes, but I had a feeling something awkward but new between us. Something strong and appealing. And we both had girl and boyfriends blowing us up SMS But we both knew a mood like this so strong would be wrong to suppress Felt like it bore the impress of destiny And in a minivan in New England our eyes met We said yes and we the love we said burn yes The love will just fade Man, that might be my favorite song released this year. It's so good. And this whole record is so just heart-wrenching and passionate. And the story behind it is David Longstreth was the original member of solo member of the Dirty Projectors, and he started recording songs. But when his girlfriend, Amber Kaufman, joined the band, sort of joined the band and became his girlfriend at the same time, she was really the vocalist who propelled them to greater recognition and their kind of one big hit stillness is the move is mentioned in this song as like he's you know having to establish that he wrote that for her and (laughs) he's the real person behind this band and i think it's notable that he released this record under the name dirty projectors and the first track is called keep your name and it's this kind of like insistence that like this was always my project and the whole record is kind of angry and bitter and Emmer Kaufman said that she was surprised when he released this because they he she thought that they were friends and he had helped her on some of her solo stuff they broke up a couple years ago that's the subtext anyway so this this album tells the story of their breakup and I mean their sort of courtship and their relationship and then their breakup and it has a great story arc and resolution and it's just I think it's really an interesting you know I mean he's such an expert at pasting these song these sounds together in an interesting way and yeah and I think that exact factors that made it so compelling for you I think were what made it very hard for me because I can listen to it and hear the artistry but then I also know the soap opera and it's really exhausting to listen to that's the thing it's like I can recognize the artistry and be just like this is so very well made and he's a phenomenal musician and yet it's the sort of on the one 
side of my brain, just knowing about that, again, that backstory and it's almost too much, it overwhelms the music. And then to listen to the music, like, we, you know, we played this track and this is like seven and a half minutes long and it's super densely layered and it's, it's almost, there's too much going on. And it's like, it's one of those things for, for the podcast. I want to have stuff that I have a lot to talk about, but almost if there's too much to talk about, it's, it, I, I don't I mean, even I know think where to start. Even yeah. on the surface, all the songs are really catchy and they just, I kept returning to wanting to listen to that album again and again when it came out, I think in April maybe. And um, yeah, it was like all I listened to for a while. So yeah, well, you are maybe more, uh, more, a more disciplined listener. I just found myself sort of <laughs> overwhelmed by the album. Like it's mm. too much of everything all at once. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And so, you know, going from this, that is super textured and densely layered to just really basic, amazing rock and roll. I think one of our favorite live bands who is touring right now, who just recently played at the Hemlock and we were so glad to have them, a giant dog featuring some of the members, the singer and guitarist and, I think one other member maybe from okay. Sweet Spirit who we also did a podcast on and we we felt like it was a little bit too much of these folks so we didn't do a separate podcast on A Giant Dog. Also, we covered their last record in a separate episode. But anyway, A Giant Dog released their album Toy and this is a song called Fake Plastic Trees. I have to correct myself. A giant dog are Sabrina Ellis and Andrew Cashin, who are two, both the sing, one of the vocalists and one of the guitarists in Sweet Spirit, and they are the only two overlap, but they're amazing. Yeah, it's really a testament to sort of a great creative partnership that they're able to be in these two different bands, and they're both so prolific. And yeah, I think we kind of veered away. We'd already done the earlier Giant Dog album and that Sweet Spirit album, but I think especially it's amazing for them that they can be writing songs say like oh well this is more of an a giant dog song and this is more of a sweet spirit song and that sweet spirit song really was or that album rather was so kind of inspiring and positive and i do feel like a giant dog is where they can kind of explore it, you know it's a party album but they're exploring really dark mm-hmm. p- p- parts of themselves yeah. and this one is just this kind of being kind of trapped in this life and it's you know obviously 
quoting the title of that Radiohead song. Yeah, I've, but... I've like multiple times tried to figure out the connection between the Radiohead song, obviously from the Benz, Fake Plastic Trees, there's a song. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but well, I, I think they're both about, you know, trying to make this sort of life that you're living, but it's not meaningful. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're just kind of going through the motions. And mm-hmm. so what we hear there, um, so it's kind of fun. We come in in the chorus, but the song actually starts right with the chorus. And then, so it's already kind of a little bit backwards and that sense of kind of circularity. And then mm-hmm. we really hear that in the bridge, that sense of like where she's kind of trying to be clever. Like, do I smoked all the weed and played you like a tambourine mm-hmm. and tangerine and tambourine. And you, she gets kind of mixed up as to which is which. And then mm-hmm. she's just kind of, saying the same word over and over and it doesn't until it loses all meaning mm-hmm. and then as she's just even saying like I'm, I'm stuck I'm stuck on repeat and you think like oh there's this transcendence and then like my favorite Terminator scene and mm-hmm. it's just like she's just kind of stuck in triviality and mm-hmm. it's it's such a great distillation of that it's an amazing song and it's they're fun and so dark at the same time yeah this record was great I didn't like it as much as their last record but it's still awesome and they really are if they come to your town they are one of the best live bands that you can see and, they and they're still playing tiny performance. venues yeah which yeah. is crazy they should I think be the Hemlock has maybe a capacity of 100 people it's so tiny yeah go see them so <laughs> so the next album we're gonna talk about was one it's, I actually didn't get into, so I'll let you intro. <laughs> it's Feist's new record called Pleasure, and this is also one of my favorite songs this year. The song is called Any Party. love this record so much because Feist, Le- Leslie Feist is a person who I be- first became aware of her as a solo artist when that song 1234 was on the Apple iPod commercials. And then, of course, I feel it all, I think, was from that same uh, record. And it, it just kind of this poppy, very radio friendly female vocalist. And I feel like she's built her career in a way that has suited her and hasn't necessarily been what people expected from her and this this whole record is just kind of someone who has earned the right to make the record that they want and not sort of fit into the boxes that a female singer songwriter is expected to fit into and like this song in particular this is such a romantic song and it's one of my favorite songs this year and it's I just love the way that it combines this very like kind of forceful 
strong voice but also really a really beautiful voice and it almost reminds me of like a Joni Mitchell a case of you like the way she sings the chorus and it's the whole tone of the lyrics is I'm I'm basically out doing my own thing and like I'm awesome and I'm in this room full of people but I would leave any party for you and that's what happens at the end of the song is it's just kind of you hear these heels kind of like walking out as the music fades into the background and it's just so lovely yeah and and I almost feel guilty for just this album didn't grab me and yet I come back and listen to it again however many months later I feel like this came out a relatively late in the year but it just her songwriting and I like how you know, she's able to sort of play with the song structure here where it's like that chorus and it just kind of repeats, but every time it repeats in a completely different form, like, oh, it's just, I'm almost whispering. And then it becomes this crazy, like guitar freak out. And then it becomes a live sing along. And it's, it's really playful within that very simple song. And it's, and that ability. And it's like, I can, uh, I need to go back and listen to it now. It just didn't grab me at the time. And there's so much good music. And I just feel like, especially coming to the fall. So yeah. a little earlier in the year, we didn't do on the podcast, but seriously thought about it, this new spoon record, hot thoughts. And I think it really, a real standout was the song. Can I sit next to you? to Memphis alone cause you do it for me mm, I know you would all the kicks from the sticks all the kicks are renewed I put all that aside concentrate on you all the kicks from the sticks all the hits that we turn all the stitches we got all our brains so could I have such warm feelings. That was one of our earliest episodes was talking about their previous album back in 2014. They want me soul, my soul, excuse me. And I think that was the best album of that year, Mm -hmm. hands down. And so this record had such high expectations. We saw them play it the day it came out in austin in austin yeah it was where kind of... almost the entire venue this was during south by southwest yeah. and almost the entire venue i think half of it was supposedly their guest list yeah. of friends and family and you and could s- tell so yeah I, and so i was so predisposed to be really into the album and when i listen to it i really like it and it's just this this continuing evolution of the band that they're this kind of a simple they've always been really restrained in their orchestration and here they're very carefully bringing in synth and what i kind of find charming about this song is that it's sort of verse pre-chorus verse pre-chorus chorus in structure and the chorus is just them playing synths mm-hmm. and it's like that's sort of the, the the conclusion like the message of the song is hey we're playing synths now which is kind of <laughs> odd and kind of why it was very hard for me to get past that on this album it's just like hey we're spoon but we're playing synths a lot now but it is a really catchy album, a lot of standout songs. Well, and it's not just the synths. I think the electronic touches are a lot more pronounced than yeah. Empire albums. I think yeah. they 
previously had a more organic sound and Britt Daniel is getting more interested in playing around with these electronic effects and, yeah. and not that that's bad but but yeah it was a, a little bit jarring and I just wasn't quite sure how to get my handle a handle on it but it's a very listenable album because it's spoon and all of their albums are really listenable yeah I feel like you know any year in which you have a spoon album that's going to be one of your favorite records for the year yeah so the next record we're going to talk about is is by the War on Drugs. It's called The Deeper Understanding and the song that we'll play is called Holding On. Drugs is this very nostalgic sound that's kind of a Bruce Springsteen like 80s vibe but it's uh, and we talked about this when we did our our separate podcast on Lost in the Dream which was the prior War on Drugs album that it's you know it's kind of a pastiche but he also puts these elements together in a way that's really unique and kind of sounds fresh and I always I was telling people that, you know, when you go home for the holidays, that this would be a great album to put on for your parents because I think they would relate to it because it just has kind of like a universal timeless sound. And it's it's also just very kind of soothing and pleasant as background music. But I really like this record, but I didn't feel like there was enough to do an episode on it because it felt like a continuation of the last record, Lost in the Dream. And I don't think it was different enough that I would have new things to say about it. But I did really like it, and I have listened to it a lot this year. Yeah, it's super listenable, but it is, yeah, I felt like they found this sound and are just like, Hey, let's keep going with yeah. this and really perfect it. And of course, as for the parents enjoying it, um, one of the challenges of this record is just how much the vocals, they're front in the mix, but they're just not always easy to follow. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of just singing so rapidly and kind of talk singing and mm-hmm. being made a little too inspired by Bob Dylan with a, <laughs> where you can't, it's very hard, challenging to <laughs> piece out what yeah. he's, what he's singing yeah. and, it, and it, now have a hunch like, Oh, it's very heartfelt, but it's, Mm. a little garble. well for somebody like you who doesn't care that much about lyrics that's perfect well i like them and i when they when they makes them hard to hear and hard to listen mm-hmm. to and i'm already disinclined mm-hmm. then it's that much like i feel like i'm really missing out mm-hmm. and so thankfully i think the vocals aren't drowned on this next record this actually coincidentally uh one of the founding members of the war on drugs is kurt vile he went off for his solo career and then this year released a collaboration with Courtney Barnett, whose album we did a while back. And it's just an utterly charming, silly record called Lot of Sea Lice. And we'll play a song called Continental Breakfast. 
I walk like a bruised ego along Shorefront property unknown to me But I'm feeling inferior on the interior Don't you see? Got it and sentimental And after all it's just a rental Like better luck performing Telekinesis on a priest. You won't believe what I might have, could have told you But I wouldn't want to leave you Tripping out over it Okay, more so me, but Or just me Watching the waves come in at night From my back porch to porch swing Swinging on its own See, it's just an inhabitant of Some holy ghost We felt so fortunate at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass this year that we were able to see Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile perform together for the first time. This was like the beginning of their little mini tour. And it was also Janet Weiss from Slater Kinney was playing drums in their backing band and Katie Harkin. Harkin. I was just I was about to say Harkathon, which is her Instagram name. She was the touring extra touring member with Slater Kinney on their most recent tour. So that was a real wonderful thing to no see. it was an amazing lineup and this was an album i was really looking forward to because these are artists who in my brain they seemed so different and yet as the album approached and then now hearing it how much they make sense together mm-hmm. as a collaboration that they both are kind of funny sl- kind of this easygoing persona that hides how intricately constructed these songs are and mm-hmm. what good guitarists they both mm-hmm. are. And so that you have this kind of just, we're just schmoozing around and singing this goofy song about being friends across the ocean. And mm-hmm. then it becomes increasingly compelling. And then their voices start here in this chorus or in this verse, we start, they start to sing over each other and the voices interlock and they pl- work so well together. And this really was an album it, it was close for me, but a, a lot of the album is just kind of covers of their earlier songs. Yeah, it's, it, it's almost like they wanted to make this album because they thought it would be fun to make a record together, but not really because they had a compelling musical vision to put forth. Yeah, and so they, they're really fun together, and that's enough, I think, to be... Uh, it was a close call. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that so much of it was just like, well, now it's Kurt Vile covers, but with... Courtney Burnett mm-hmm. and but it still adds flavor to it and I think there's some just other completely random not covers of neither of their songs and so it's a fun mix of new songs their songs other people's songs and these two artistic voices working together and it's very charming very funny and yeah just a lot of sea lice that title is so goofy <laughs> and just lets you know up front and that's their their touring band right is the sea lice yes so goofy yes very goofy but very fun yeah so on and a more serious record, one of the last ones we'll talk about is St. Vincent, who is certainly a an artist in her own right, who has a vision and has a very compelling thing to say with all of the music she makes. And she's an incredible guitarist. She put out a record called Mass Seduction this year, and this song is my favorite off of it. It's called New York. New York is in New York without you, love. 
So far and a few blocks to be so low And if I call you from first like Feist, I'm just so excited to see an, another female artist who's just kind of out there doing her own thing brilliantly and kind of making her own sound. And this record by St. Vincent is more kind of electronic sounding and a little harsher than I think I would have liked to listen to enough times to do a podcast on it. And I think that's part of why we ended up not doing it. It's It's almost like the electronic sound is almost more of a pop sound that it just I, I like the St. Vincent stuff that's a little more organic sounding and I feel like she's definitely moving away from that on this record like it's intentionally plastic sounding um, well, yeah, but it's that, interesting yeah if you look at the cover I mean it's the sort of very, very blown out colors and very explicitly like hyper sexualized in a way that is seems to be kind of trying to be a commentary on where pop music is and then she, it's you know even the title mass seduction and it's a lot of these like just hypersexualized to the point of sort of self-parody and mm-hmm. it's interesting but yeah i think it would have been challenging to be a multiple listen but it was it's music i'm glad happened this year yeah and and yeah i think you know I, i've been trying to come up with sort of a theme of music this year i don't know that there was one but i'm just there's so many things that i'm glad got dropped it was a tough year and i'm glad we had good music yeah yeah and even just going back and looking at the list of the podcast that we i mean episodes that we did do and the albums that we covered it's like there was so much great stuff this year so looking forward to 2018 and we're we've run out of time to talk about my favorite swede jens lechman and i don't know that this would be on make my list of top records for the year but he's just i find him personally so charming and he's just his he he tells these stories in his songs that are so interesting and so emotionally touching and yet very honest and interesting and he's somebody that I never get tired of and so he put out a record this year called Life Will See You Now and we'll go out with a song from that which is called Evening Prayer so thanks for listening you've been listening to For the Record bye bye And he prints out a model of the tumor that was surgically removed. 
promise back this winter And it's rugged grey plastic, it looks lunar He puts a tumour in his breast pocket As we head out for a beer It's been a long, hard year For a friend who's not sure if he's close enough To be allowed to care Or just be there To include you in this evening prayer Take away your worries When they ran deeper than the West Pacific Ocean He puts the tumor on our table Says, so this is what caused all my fears In a long, hard year For a friend who's not sure if he's close enough To be allowed to care Or just be there To include you in Tumor says, what is this? It looks kind of cool. 